What's up? This is Metal Ness from the Dropping Loads Podcast. And you, yeah, you, you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. So stay brutal. This podcast brought to you by OuchThatHurts.com. Visit OuchThatHurts for music, gaming, reviews, editorials, podcasts, and more. OuchThatHurts, H-E-R-T-Z dot com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Save Point Podcast, episode 27. Uh, I am Dan. I'm joined here by Jesus, and possibly, maybe in the future, we'll be joined here by Steve. Um, maybe. But I'm glad to have you here, Jesus. How are you doing? I am slowly fighting off a cold, but I am still alive. Well, you can talk, and that's what matters. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> exactly. Um before we kind of get into everything that we've been doing, uh, make sure to check out the BSP uh, Podcast Network. That's bspodcastnetwork.com. Uh, find a whole bunch of podcasts there. And then also fill, uh, go over and visit our wonderful partner, ouchthathurts.com. That's uh, ouchthathurts, H-E-R-T-Z.com. Um, you'll find videos and reviews and fun, nerdy, fun video game stuff. They really got to come out with a tagline, I think. So we can tell because I can't, I think I make that up every single time. Every uh, yeah, it's 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 it, 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 it's rough. Uh, I've been kind of working on a, sl- a slogan myself for my show, so mm-hmm. I, it's it's we need something catchy, right? Yeah, because I, exactly. I like ouch that hurt. I like how ouch that hurts, and they're reading it out. It sounds sounds ninety sluggish, and I like yes. that. It does. I like it. Um, hey, and then on the other thing, too, unless uh, you don't want me to announce this, uh, what the Convoluted podcast is now on Ouch That Hurts. Oh, yes. Uh, we just got, or my show just got affiliate as well. So, yay, I am part of the family of yay. Ouch That Hurts. So, so. Uh, great people over there. Go check everything out. We are building a huge, wonderful website, wonderful hub for nerd fun stuff, and as uh, as Jesus's uh, podcast and convoluted stuff too. So, um, but go and check it out. It's a it's a great place. Uh, great people. Um, and then on the last note of this, make sure to join our Discord if you're looking. Uh, hit that subscribe button. Hit that link. Uh, come and join us. Uh, we love to have. It's a great discord it's always up um and uh if you're not talking to me you're talking to jesus there's a whole bunch of other people that just kind of chat in there and it's really about anything if you really think about it right jesus like anything you no, think yeah. of we're ta- chatting about it in there yeah we have a variety of discussions like anything from uh, tv shows to movies to, to games like we talk here and you guys listen yeah, so come and join us. Uh, like I said, uh, wherever you are downloading us or listening to us, I guarantee you there's that link that's right there. Um, if not, just go to podbean.com or ouchthathurts.com, and uh, you'll find the, the links there. So, um, Jesus, uh, what have you been playing this week? So, sadly, I haven't been playing much. I've been ridden in bed. I've just gotten the strength to get up now, but I've been I've been watching a lot of playthroughs. Um I've been, like I said, I in the last couple episodes, I've been catching up on Destiny since the latest updates come up, and uh, I'm, I'm once I get myself like in good health, 
I'm going to be jumping back in in that. But I did get to catch uh, this morning uh, a bit of the division kind of finally play through like an actual run through, not the, the beta or anything. So I, I got to see a good chunk of the division too. And I, I what I saw, I liked, you know. Whoa. Oh, hello. Oh. Only on uh, YouTube? Uh, uh, no, Twitch. Oh, no, sorry. I heard the background, whatever you were playing in the background. There was a movie or something. Jesus. Well, Jesus. That was, sorry, that was just weird. My my phone just popped off. I do apologize, oh, okay. all listeners. Yeah. No worries. It's all good. So no, yeah. Um, the, the division looking good. Um, it's still like you said. You you got you actually got to try it a little bit more. So, um, but it's it's if I if I had a little more time for another looter shooter, it, it would be fun to play that. But we'll see. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, yeah. uh, and we got a we got a, a special guest uh, like porting through. Give it one moment. Our special guest has joined us. Hello. Oh, it's just Steve. He's not special. (laughs) Not special. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Okay, let's mute his mic. We know he was here all along. We just muted his mic. (laughs) I I was saying some real racist stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Super racist. Oh, wonderful. How's it going, guys? Uh, We're all sick, except you, apparently. Awesome. (laughs) <laughs> i'm not sick i just you could just hear it a little bit anyway you, you guys need to stop making out so much and you won't pass germs back and forth so uh-huh. hey you know you can't you know, doubt our passionate love you know one one summer i thought i had mono i just found out i was just really bored <laughs> <laughs> wow oh, oh so, what, that's what an that? old that's an old joke. That's from Where's Wayne's it? World. Wayne's World. That's what it oh, was. Oh, okay. my God. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So Jesus was talking about how he was, um, well, wonderful for you to join us first, Steve. How are you oh, doing? You. Oh, I'm just fine. Uh, wonderful. It's just great. Uh, Jesus, was, peachy keen. <laughs> Jesus was talking about how, uh, how he was bedridden all week and he really didn't play any games. No, well, what else are people sitting in bed? I'll, I'll be watching people play games. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, Steve, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Get My Daughter to Bed. <laughs> the, oh, God, that's the toughest game you'll be playing for it's, a very long time. It's the worst minigame ever. <laughs> 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 There's, like, no loot boxes. It sucks. Um, it's, all, it's all paid. It's all, it's it's all you cost money. Yeah, cause those those loot buckets cost you money. Those oh, dresses, man, man. accessories. Mm-hmm. Nope. You gotta get the, you gotta get the princess nightgown and the. It's a whole thing. <laughs> All right, what have I been playing? Let me think. Let me think back. <laughs> what have I been playing? Today I played about oh an hour, maybe an hour and a half of Just Cause Four. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. Um, which is which is fine. And I think in total, 
uh, I will only ever play about an hour or an hour and a half of Just Cause 4. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not a bad game at all. But it's it's very much a, a game that has that's very set on it knows what it wants to be. Yes. And and it has been for it seems like four games now, which is great. And I can totally see the audience that it's for and that they would they will love it. And I just don't have time for another large <laughs> open world type game. I just I just can't do it. That's just one too many. So um, it's cool that it's free through the uh, Xbox um, Game Pass. It was, you know, it was enough, and it was cool enough that I got to check it out and went, "Cool, this is not a bad series." I should w- one of these days, if I'm bedridden sick, I'll check out this some more. Um, but yeah, I, you know, f- flew around and grappled the things and shot people and went, "All right, I'm done." Yeah, that's that's kind of that, that's just cause for you. That, that's yeah. that's kind of. I bought it when it first came out, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Just cause, like, I really like Just Cause three. Uh-huh. And you're right. I got into it, and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to start all over with the big map like this. Yeah, it just seemed a little daunting. Yeah, and the 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 way it introduces the game, it's not it's not extremely friendly to to newcomers. They no. kind of. Like you, you kind of, they expect that you know who the characters are already, and there's it's obvious that there's like a past there, like things that things that I was missing out that was very obvious I was missing out. They mm-hmm. didn't do like a really good job of like previously on Just Cause, you know. So, <laughs> but but the gameplay was solid. Like if if this was if you're you know into an action, uh, very much like a B movie action um experience, like it's perfect. It's great. Uh, I just, uh, I, I just don't have the time or the, or the strength for more. <laughs> that, that's kind of what I wish ju- just cause would turn into. Cause if you, if you really watch the games from the beginning, you know, from the first one through the fourth, the developers are like making it like a B action, like movie. Like uh-huh. there's no way that he can get killed. You know, it's like I can grapple up on a plane that's going 500 miles an hour, but yet I can still crawl around it and I can balance myself on its wing and jump from one wing to another wing, you know, yeah. um, and then dive off of it and then, you know, strategically land on top of the uh, on top of a roof where everybody else is sitting there and I can start to pick people up. You know, it's just it just makes it so cliched for such a, a beam like action film that mm-hmm. they, they, they should like, oh, Just Cause 5 this is what previously happened on Just Cause 4, and it should be like a montage of, of what happened. Yeah, a montage of, like, ridiculous, over-the-top scenes. Yes. It'll just get you all, like, jazzed up, like, all right, now it's my turn. And We so really they, found out the chicken was Ricardo's brother, you know? <laughs> yeah, they should go full, like, tele, telenovia. Uh, telenovela. Oh, God. There you like, go. Thank you. Thank you. You like, fixed it. Oh. Yeah, tele, telenovela. They should go full on with that, because, like, it seems like they're holding back a little bit. Yep. But like they could totally do it and just lean into it, kind of the way. Um, and I didn't play very much of this; I just kind of heard about it. But Saints Row went from mm-hmm. being a GTA clone to like this over-the-top gangster nonsense, you know, crazy dildo bat. You know, it's just just they just. I knew into you were going to pull out the dildo bat. Everybody hey, pulls have, out the dildo. You have dildo to bat. pull out the dildo bat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's what else is there? Yeah. There's that. Yeah. Um, 
so like they leaned into it right it went from being a gta clone to its own thing and this like they're on their way with this um i think they just are like they just need to take a few more steps and they'll get there yeah so anyway like all of that being said i played like an hour and a half of it so i i'm not trying to review it or anything i didn't really play enough of it but you know i played enough of it Um, (laughs) so beyond that i played um i put a lot of hours into a brand new game um it's a little indie title called dawn of man have you guys heard about this no i have not no it is a oh um village simulator i guess um, it, okay. it, it's a it's a oh that is a loud keyboard the loudest keyboard in the west Good tick job. tick tock tock it is uh it's twelve thousand years ago right it's yes because I'm watching the trailer right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dawn of Man, yes. So it is it's it's a caveman thing and you've got uh you like what am I how am I trying to explain? I'm not doing a very good job of explaining well, this. It's, yeah, like it's a, a simulator, right? Like we were yeah, talking last episode of these these t- time management kind of time, things. Yeah, time management things. It reminded me a lot of Banished. Um, which is kind of like you you assign jobs, but then the villagers get to do what they want to do. Where mm-hmm. like in in Banished, you you say like you are now a blacksmith, you are a builder, that kind of thing, and then you like say okay, I need to have twenty tools built or you know whatever, and then they go and they do it, and then when they're done, they just kind of run around and and uh, and you know haul things around or whatever. Dawn of Man kind of takes a step back from that and says, okay, you can assign work. But your workers or your villagers just do whichever job. Like there's no job specialties, right? Whenever there's a job and someone has free time, they go and do that job. Uh-huh. So I like it, that. It's it's very interesting. It's it's a different way to do it. Um, and there's well, it does have one thing that you do love from one of your other games that you played, and that's farm. Oh man, there's so much farming. It's great. <laughs> you, un- you unlock barley and and peas. <laughs> Oh man, it's the best. <laughs> Come back to us, Steve. Come back. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. There's, there's no tractors. It's fine. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting though because you, the, when the game starts off, it's very much hunter gatherer. You can uh, you you select um, things to hunt, and you say hunt, and then whoever has the weapons, or they go and they pick up the weapons from whatever hut they're in, and then go out and they hunt the thing and and you know, rip the meat off of it and bring it back, and now you have meat. Um, or you say like, oh, here's some berry bushes and, and fruit trees. And you select that area and you say, okay, I want people to, to pick fruit, you know, from this area. And there's, there's seasons in the game. And like the big deal is surviving winter. Like that is like a hurdle to pass in the game. Like all the other four seasons are just preparing yourself for winter. And in fact, every time you successfully survive a winter, you get what is essentially like an, like an experience point or an unlock point. There are these, um, like these knowledge points that, you uh as you do things in the game you start gaining just you know knowledge just you know quote unquote knowledge like oh you've hunted five boars you get a knowledge right like first mm-hmm. like your first boar that you kill you gain one knowledge and you you know you kill five boars there's a knowledge and you kill 10 boars and that's one knowledge like because you you're being repetitive at certain tasks you you're gaining knowledge in those things and then you use that in your tech tree to unlock stuff and you unlock enough things and you, you advance to the next age. And there's Paleolithic and Neolithic and uh, Bronze Age, Iron Age. There's, all, there's like, I think, I want to say like six different ages that you can go through. 
and each one has its own like challenges. So it's very hard to grow your population as a hunter gatherer society because you're sending out half your population to, you know, kill things and bring back the meat and hide. And the other half of the population is fishing and, you know, gathering fruit off the ground. Once you advance to the point of farming, and this is kind of funny that we're talking about farming again, but after you, after your society learns how to correctly farm, that is like a, you get a population explosion because suddenly food's not a big hurdle anymore and you have extra people to do other things, which just mm-hmm. like how it kind of really was. Um, farming or the, the, um, you know, domestication of certain crops and, and learning, you know, farming really was like this, this huge thing in human culture. Uh, and that in the same way in the game. So after farming, then suddenly we have more time for mining and such. And then you start getting into like metalworking and copper and all this other stuff. And as you advance ages, certain, um, animals will die out and go extinct. Like the mammoths are only around for like two of the ages and they die out, that kind of thing. And then you start getting raiders coming to your village. So right around the time that you learn farming, you also learn about walls and, you know, building defensive towers and, and door or, or gates, you know, city gates and that kind of thing. So you kind of have to plan ahead as how you're going to do your village. And like, there's no roads or anything like that. And so you're just kind of plopping building downs, buildings down around mm-hmm. and, you know, clear cutting forest because you, you need the space to expand. And anyways, it's a really interesting game. Um, I've made it to the Copper Age and then the Raiders got too much. And even before you advance to the Copper Age, a little thing pops up and says like, beware, the game's going to get really hard. Are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And I was not fine. (laughs) (laughs) The Raiders like, because when you advance to the next age, all of your enemies are like top tier in that age already. Like, because, you know, you need to keep going, but they've already gotten there, that kind of deal. So I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm like building walls and stuff. And all, all these raiders start coming in and they've got, you know, compound bows and I've just got like slings and spears. And I'm like, oh, man. I'll throw <laughs> like, a rock at you. Yeah, I'm going to throw so many rocks. And they're like, that's cool. And then you get an arrow to the throat and that's that. <laughs> so anyways, it's a it's a fun game. It really gave me the vibes of Banished. Um, so if you know what that game is, um, it's really similar to that. There's another game that I have my eye on that kind of splits the difference between Dawn of Man and Banished, and that is Foundation, which is just another like town builder type game. I haven't played any of it, but I've watched a lot of YouTube uh, videos on it. It's not, it's out in like a beta form, I think, or a um, early access, mm-hmm. and it's 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 very similar. You have workers and you build buildings. The interesting thing about that game is that your workers, um. The, the the paths that they walk on, the more they walk on them, it kind of creates roads, and mm-hmm. it, it's just it makes the the cities look very organic, and it's kind of neat looking. It looks nice. I'm looking yeah, at it, it. It's a little cartoony too. It's got a little cartoony vibe to it, so it looks like it's a lot of fun. But that game is still being developed, and I'm kind of want to wait and see the direction it's going before I I jump into that one. So mm-hmm. uh, Dawn of Man played a ton of that. A little bit of Just Cause 4, and I think that's it. I don't think I really played anything else. I, I I feel like that's a lie. I feel like I did play something else. But yeah, I think that's it. I think that was it. Oh, I okay. uninstalled uh, Apex Legends, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been keeping my ear to the ground on Anthem, and there is some there is some not good things happening with with anthem and loot no well they just they just released a released a big what is it um uh update on saturday 
Isn't that the one that broke the loot? And now everyone's like, no. bring back the loot. Oh no, that was the was that the bug? The 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 buggy loot? Even that I don't the, know what this that is. That was that was the buggy loot. The the other one was before that because it was breaking systems. Oh, so, okay. Uh, okay, so yeah. that's that's the one we talked about, Steve. Yeah. Okay. Oh god. So I so. I, I, I want to play more of that, but it seems like it's kind of it's in a rocky state. It's in a rocky state. Yeah, same thing with with uh, Fallout seventy six. Like I haven't played that in weeks. I'm just like waiting for the next like content update to drop before I jump back in because it's just kind of like eh. so that's kind of what I'm doing right now too. Yeah, I'm kind of like yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, like I want to play it really bad, but like I don't want to play a broken game. Exactly. Um, and yeah. right now it just feels that way. I like have tried and tried and tried and tried. And I was really like, I, I was the cheerleader for it, as you guys could tell. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's going, it's going to be better. I know it's going to be better. I just got to, we just got to give it some time. Yeah. Need to iron out some things. It's kind of unfortunate that that's the state of games now where it's yeah. almost like a beta is released and then you get they get feedback from their fans and then they finish the game. I mean, it's good and bad. Like, it's good because um, they can't say like or, or, or it's not like the old days and like the cartridge days where it was like, here's the game. It's done. It's never going to change. This is what it is. One hundred percent. It's kind of nice that it, it's a little bit malleable and things can be updated. And, and if there's a problem, they can be fixed. And it's not just a bug that lives in the game forever. But that being said, it seems like a lot of I don't want to use the term sloppy. But kind of just unfinished. Like it was rushed. Like, like things, they, it seems rushed, yeah. But really, it's like this is almost done. It's like ninety nine percent done, but we can't ever complete it. Like, it, like it'll it'll never be one hundred percent done because it'll be you know tweaked and changed and updated mm-hmm. and like forever. And I don't know if that's good or bad. Like for some games, they seem to thrive on that. On other games, it's like a death knell, like right away. So it it kind of reminds me of, um, and I hate bringing it up this way, but it reminds me of No Man's Sky. Like No Man's Sky mm-hmm. is is a pretty decent game now, but it's yeah. a little too it's a little too late for it. You know, if they took an extra year to finally put in the stuff that they wanted to and not rushed it out with what they what I feel Sony rushed them out. I'm wondering if EA rushed uh, uh, 2K out on on Anthem and was just like, no, you're not delaying it. You are releasing it. You know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, some of these games, like depending on the publisher and the developers, sometimes there's just a hard deadline, right? Yep. And then there's other developers, de- uh, other developers. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had enough to drink today. Um, there are other developers that say it's done when it's done, and you know, there's there's good and bad there. You know, like yep. sometimes it's done when it's done means you wait ten, thirteen years for a game. And sometimes, you know, some of these games like Anthem, like maybe it wouldn't be done for another five years. And then at that point, is it still relevant? Did another game beat it to the punch? You know, like, is there another game like Anthem that's on its way that we we just haven't heard about yet? And now they're like, oh, well, let's just wait another year, polish it up so that when it does debut, everyone will forget about Anthem, you know, but EA's like happy because they already got their sales. So whatever, you know, move on to the next thing. Who I? It's a whole it's a whole industry. And it's it's just kind of the state the state of the industry right now is just a little bit disappointing. Well, just a I, little bit. I, I agree with you. Yeah. So. Oh well. Oh well. So. Uh, any any other thing that you've been playing, or or am I going? No, no, that's it. What have you been playing? Well, let's see. Um, 
Well, I haven't been here for two weeks. Um, oh man, where you been? Oh, I, I was in Florida. Um, yeah. Or I was actually, I take that back. When you guys were recording last week, I was about thirty thousand feet in the air coming back from Florida to the damn cold of Chicago. Um, <laughs> it sucked. Um, well, let's see. But let's see. When I was in Florida, Sunday night, I played the how do I get back to my room game. Oh, oh, that's a fun one. Oh, oh yeah. I, uh, me and uh, long story short, obviously, I told you guys, we, you know, my, my full-time job, uh-huh. um, real life job. Um, they sent me to Florida for a convention and we had a great time and, and all of that. And, uh, Sunday night, um, we go out to a, uh, certain place for, uh, certain adult beverages and <laughs> I was feeling good. Oh yeah. And after about five or six of them, I was still feeling good. Um, like not bad. Like I was like, okay, I could do this. Like I'm ready for bed, but you know, I'm okay. Yeah. And then my foot hit the floor. Uh-oh. And my body said, okay, it's time to move forward. And my, <laughs> my head went, oh, no. oh, it, it hit me like, like a ton of bricks. And I'm oh. like, oh, crap. So we end up walking back to, to the uh, hotel uh, and I get up to my room and, uh, and I'm like, okay, yes, yes, yes. Bed. Yes, 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 yes. And I lay down and I'm like, ah, oh, the bed feels nice. Yes, yes, yes. And then I lay down and I went, nope. And I sat oh. right back up. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. And then I crawled to the bathroom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, Yay. like, the way, my, so the way that my hotel was, so it was like I crawl over to the bathroom. Um, I don't throw up. I, I did not throw up. Oh. I felt like I was going to, and I just got there to be prepared. Uh-huh. Um, and then what I, what happened was I crawled kind of out of the bathroom and like there was like a, a tile area where like the sink was and all of that. So I was not in where the bathroom and, and tub were. I went through the little room that had like the sink and all of that out and I fell asleep on the cold, wonderful tile floor. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Um, Achievement unlocked tile yes. floor. <laughs> so that's what I played last weekend. <laughs> Um, and then vacation simulator. Yeah, vacation simulator. <laughs> um, I will talk about a game that actually I just uh, I just uh, sent in for my review. Uh, so that's going to be posted on ouch.hurts.com soon, um, which I'll talk about in a second. Uh, the other game that I played was last Saturday, and if you were in our Discord, uh, you'll know it. It was Survival, the real game. <laughs> and what is that? Yeah, uh, do tell. Well, Steve, have you, Steve? I know that Jesus was following. Did you? Did I, did I tell you about our wonderful visitor that we had? I don't think so. No. Okay, so so my daughter turned two on the twenty eighth, mm-hmm. and the we were going to have you know obviously I was going to Florida that weekend so uh, for business so I we decided to have the party last Saturday, mm-hmm. um, so the ninth. Uh, so uh, and the way that my house is, is set up is that if you walk in the front door, you're going to be in the living room. If you get to the end of the living room, you can either make a right and go down a hallway where all the bedrooms and bathroom are, or you can keep going straight and you go into our kitchen. Uh, you'll see our kitchen area. And then if you look left, you'll see like a dining area where like the, the kitchen table is and all of that. And then you can go downstairs. You see a set of stairs and you can go down. Like our stairs are like hidden inside the floor. 
Um, oh, okay. Like we have a half wall. So like if you turn into our kitchen, you make, you make a left, you'll see like a half wall. And then there's like, a, like if that wasn't there, there'd be a whole huge hole in our floor. Oh, okay. And that leads you down it, to the it. basement. Yeah. Okay. So I'm downstairs talking to people. My wife and a couple of other people are upstairs in the kitchen. There's nobody in the living room. About 7.30, quarter to 8, a gentleman decided that he wanted to walk through my front door, walk through my living room, and turn into the kitchen and say hello to everybody. Nobody knew who he was. I have no idea who he was. Um, He was higher than a kite, uh, drunk, all of that. I mean, he even admitted it, too. Um, he basically said that he just got out of jail because his brother killed somebody a long time ago, and then he went and killed him, and he just got out. Oh, that's fun. Uh, oh, yeah, that's uh, fun. So so I get the um, – what is it? I get the uh, the call. This is Dan. Can you please come upstairs? I come upstairs. My Luckily, my brother-in-law, who is about my size uh, – he's, he's skinnier than me, but he's about as tall as I am. Uh-huh. Um, he was already talking to the guy. So him and I started to kind of push him out of the house. And then my wife called the cops and uh-huh. uh, we stood on the front porch until the uh, police officer showed up. And then it was the, the police officer that went, you know, the one police officer came to the one side of him and said, Hey, what's going on? And the one, the other officer behind him grabbed him by the pants and the shirt and said, okay, you're coming with me. And they put him in handcuffs. Wow. Um, yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> I can't sing anymore that I owe like $20,000 in royalty. So, oh God, so nice. yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> so, so in other words, when I finally got back from Florida and we set everything up for the party or whatever, and I felt like playing the weekend, you know, when everybody kind of was, was going to be leaving the house and I was going to play the weekend, I was a little preoccupied with other things. Cause now I'm getting the calls of when are you going to move? <laughs> um, is your front door working? When are you going yeah. to get an ADT system? You know, all of that. Um, and freaked out a little bit. I won't lie. I was freaked out, but. Well, yeah. Anytime uh, a, a stranger shows up on your property, that's, that's, that's freak out time. And, and just decided to walk into my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like, so, at least he wasn't like violent and was just like, I mean, it seems like the dude was just like, I'm lost though. There's a door. I'll go in there. Just whatever, you know? Like it, it, it sounds like he wasn't being malicious. He just like wandered in. Is that, I mean, right? Uh, and I mean, yeah, I think he didn't know where he was. I think that if we tried to show aggression towards him, like if we tried to, you know how like you, you if you get somebody that's drunk or high and you, and you try, like you're like, okay, hey, I really don't want you in this room. But you try to like physically try to push that person. That person's going to get extremely defensive. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You, you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Like, and it's just because of them. Yeah, the escalation. So I think that that was it. Like, so we were like, okay, let's try not to escalate this, but let's try to get him the hell out of my house. Right, right. So, yeah, so that was fun. Um, (laughs) Uh, Succeeded, though. We did get him out. Good. Uh, On a lighter note, (laughs) (laughs) on a lighter note, um, I actually have been playing, uh, and I was going to give a little bit of my thoughts and a little bit of what's in my review. Um, I've been playing the Caliglia Effect Overdose. Oh, which? Okay. Yeah. 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 Was <laughs> uh, Jesus knows a little bit about this? Ah, uh, yeah. I, I I know a little bit more about it. Go ahead, explain it to Steve. Uh, so uh, the premise that I got from it was, um, you meet a character named you. Okay. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and um, just the the letter U, but it's like a backwards U. Like I don't even know what the like the symbol is. It's like uh, a weird Greek 
thing. Yeah. Uh, some people call it Mayu, like M-Y-U. Um, but uh, what happened was she steals the souls from um, the real world and brings them to into a virtual reality called the Mobis. Okay. Um, with you. Now I'm I'm saying that this is the Mobis because everything is said in Japanese. Like there's no English tech. Or there's no English um, like uh, uh, like spoken. It's all okay. Japanese, so everything's all written. Okay. Um, so it's, so it's, it's a subtitled game. Yeah, it's a subtitled game. Okay. Um, so um, the so basically what what she does is that she has created this universe for people that are you know that she feels lost and she takes their souls. And she tries to make it like a utopia for people. Okay. okay. Um, and the way that she does this is that um, you live indefinitely uh, three years of your life in like high school. Okay. So like when you're ready to graduate, like you just start all over again in, in high school. Um, and it's a, it's a virtual world. Okay. okay. So like, so all like right. if you were like per se, like a junior, okay. Or a senior in high school and you were graduating, you would get to like your graduation day and then you would start all over again as a freshman. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And I don't know how your guys is high school time, but I think I don't want to repeat my high school days. Oh, this sounds yeah. like a, like purgatory. Like this doesn't sound like yeah, a fun it, time. It, it, it kind of is. So what happens is, um, as, as the beginning of the game goes, you get up there and you start to give like a speech, uh, for graduation or you're about to, and then you notice that like, like people are like, like people's faces start to get fuzzy. The way that I put in my review um, was that remember like the old nineties porn channels that you couldn't watch when you were younger. So they were scrambled. Oh but yeah, they were, yeah. Yeah. But they really weren't scrambled and you would get like a half boob over there and, and you were happy. <laughs> oh man, uh, that was the best. Tell, yeah. tell me that, that, tell me that made it to the review. It did. It actually did. Uh, I will, I will share that to everyone. <laughs> Continue. So, so like you notice this and you're like, oh, wow, this is not real. Uh, and then you realize, OK, I really want to. Uh, I really want to get out of, of this world. I want to get back to my real life. And as you're running through, you meet other people who uh, feel the same way and you get thrown into and you become a predominant member of what's called the go home club. OK, and uh, and basically it's. Uh, the group that tries to keep you, uh, they're called the Astino, uh, Astinato musicians. They want to keep you inside the virtual world. Uh, they look at you as traitors for anybody who wants to join the go home club. And basically that's the story is, is you're trying to get out and, and defeat these musicians so you can get out of, of this virtual world. Um, so it Ooh. sounds kind of like, okay, yep. you know, go ahead. I was it sounds like the Matrix. Yeah, it basically sounds like the Matrix. Uh, it originally released it uh, on the PlayStation Vita in 2016, um, and then it kind of was redone. Like there were some graphical things that happened or whatever like that, and that's why I got it's it's being re-released on the 15th of March. Um, no, I'm sorry, on the 12th of March here, and then in Europe on the 15th of March. Uh, so, um, so like the premise is kind of like, ah, okay, whatever. The part that shines for me, though, and there's like a half a shine and then there's a really, really big shine. Uh, so you have two things in, in the game, um, one called the causality uh, link. So have you ever played like a Persona game? All of no. them. I have a ton of them. So have you played, Steve? 
No, not at all. Okay, so Persona basically you're in the li- you're the life of a of a of a student for one year, and there's a story that goes on. You either solve mysteries and and you pull out these personas, and we can get into a whole Persona talk that would last another three hours on how to do it. But they're okay. just a lot of fun <laughs> games. Yeah. There's just okay. a lot of fun. You know, like you make decisions, and every decision that you make per the you know per day is what kind of affects you throughout the whole game. Um, so. Um, it's very persona like, uh, so you kind of like make, de- make decisions on what you want to do or whatever. And one of these things that you have is that you have relationships and you, you build relationships with characters. And as your bond gets stronger with them, they become like more powerful with, with you or whatever. Okay. Okay. In in the Caliglia effect, you actually can create these bonds with every single student in the school. And there's over 500 students. So like this. Yeah. Wow. So like this tree of people that you actually can create relationships with is like huge, like right off the bat. It's like actually kind of overwhelming. Um, and like if you go over and you click on one of them, like one of them might give you like a buff for defense. One of them might give you uh, an attack power. One of them might give you, you know what I'm saying? Like so. And then what you can do is after so many missions going through, it opens up and you can start to recruit these people and they will start to fight on your, in your party. Okay. okay. Well, let me let me stop you there. Like, mm-hmm. it, what what is the gameplay like for this thing? Because I'm, yeah, I'm looking that, at screenshots. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm, and, I'm getting to it. Okay. Okay. Um, so, can like I ask one thing about? Can I ask one thing about characters? I, I have a I have a reasonable amount of knowledge of the characters. How did the characters feel for you? Because that's one of the well, when it comes to these kind of like. Can we'll I get say, to that? Yeah. Yeah. I actually. Um. I'll get. And the reason I'm not. I don't want to say it now. I'll get to it through the battle system. Okay. Uh, and then it'll make more sense of, of how, uh, how I determine them. Um, so you have the battle system that goes on. So like you have your normal like cutscenes or whatever, and you're running through, you know, the city or the school or buildings or whatever you want down the streets or whatever. And you can run into and you have random encounters. So you, you see people that they're affected and they'll attack you or whatever. So then you warp into a battle and it's turn based. So what you can do is you can link three actions slash attacks um, per person. So, like, if you have four people in your party, uh, you actually can have up to 12 actions that happen. Okay. So, there's a thing called the Imaginarium, or I'm sorry, the Imaginary um, Chain. So, like, in the top right, think of it like a, like a, a music, um, like, I, why can't, why can't I think of it, like a music chart, like, if you're, if you're reading music. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you have, like, a whole bunch of lines that go across. And then you have lines that go down. Okay. So like each person, each person that's lined up. So you have like your names of, of each person in your party all the way to the left. And then each line that go that like each vertical line that's on here, it means that one of the enemies is going to attack you. So it starts to try, it starts to start to move. And as okay. it starts to move, you know, the, they'll start to attack you. What you do is you set up attacks um in here so like if i say hey i want to shoot this gun and then i want to you know do an attack that's going to throw this person up into the air uh and then i want to shoot them while they're in the air what i can do is i will set that and i'll say okay i'll do this attack and it's going to throw them up in the air and then i'm going to do this and i'm going to shoot them while they're up in the air what happens on the screen is that it projects out what it like if you're imagining this like it's going to happen so like Mm -hmm. you're programming that it's going to happen um, 
So you can see like, okay, this would be the damage that would be dealt. This is the actual effect that would happen uh, in a perfect world. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to happen that way. People can dodge, they'll miss, and, and all of that. Okay, so you got to kind of time your 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 uh, actions properly. Um, but this is where kind of like the fun strategy gets in there. So, like, let's say, Steve, you, me, and Jesus are the characters. Okay. And what I do is I can take up to three actions. You have three actions, and, and Jesus has three actions. So, like, let's say I have three enemies. I want to use my three actions to throw them up into the air. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my one action is I'm going to throw the first enemy up into the air. What I can do then is that I can then program you to take one of your actions. And let's say you had like a shotgun shot or you have like guns that you can shoot at them. Mm -hmm. I want you to shoot at the guy that's up in the air as I throw him up in the air. Okay. Okay. So then that's going to be like your action, your first action. And then... Um, I'm going to go over and my second action is going to happen after your first action and I'm going to throw up the second guy up into the air and we're going to repeat this process. Mm-hmm. Now where Jesus comes in and says, okay, um, we're going to be dealt, a, you know, attack and the enemy is going to hit us. So you and I are going to take damage as he takes damage. Like after our second move, each move, uh, you know, so the before moves total that you and I would have done mm-hmm. after like the fourth move, I can then program Jesus to say, I want to heal them. And then I want to debuff off the shields, off the other, off the other guy, off the enemies. So then I'm going to send that, or I can have, you know, like Jesus debuff the enemy's shields and then I can do my actions and then you can do your actions. So like you can kind of like mix and match where these attacks happen. So it's not like an order. Like everybody says, okay, turn based. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be like, okay, Dan does his attack and then Jesus does his attack and then Steve does his attack. Like you can mix and match them in and create scenarios. Um, like you can get them to the point where you push them all together. And then if there's like a, like a, a a zoned attack. You can have Mm -hmm. them, you know, in that zone and you can have that person hit the attack button with that zone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That sounds really interesting. It is. uh, I've always been kind of turned off by turn base just because of the, it just doesn't seem, it just, it's never really clicked with me, but Mm -hmm. this, this whole like programming thing sounds, sounds really interesting, especially if you have 500 characters where like each one has their own, special mm-hmm. skills that's a lot to mix and match to, to create. See, now, see now that's where so like i was like oh, okay so this is really cool and like i was watching a couple of like trailers or whatever like that and it's like you can like really set up like some massive damage like counters like combos like it looks amazing you know mm-hmm. um sooner or later it felt like people started to blend in and and maybe it's just because it's it's hard for the dialect. Like if it was in English to me, I think maybe I would be able to separate out a lot of these characters. But there's a lot of characters. It was, it was just like, okay, so this person knows this person. Oh yeah, and that's the other thing. Like you can't just randomly go up to people. Like you might have to know one person to get to this person, or this person's going to completely ignore you if you try to talk to them. Oh, like you have to be introduced to them or something. Yeah. So it's like you okay, got to kind of yeah. like do that. And it's just like, so, and everybody has a Japanese name. So everybody's oh, speaking Japanese. Yeah, and okay. then, you know, the, the one kind of culture thing in Japan, in Japan is that uh, you have school uniforms. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So like everybody's wearing the same school uniform. And then after a while, it's like these character, the character like uh, uh, models just started to like blend into each other. Mm, so it's yeah. just like, I was just like randomly clicking on people like, okay, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Do I know, you know who you are? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then I would go back. So, I mean, it's, it's a little daunting on that end. And then, like I said, everybody's speaking Japanese to you. So it's like sooner or later, all the, all the girls sound the same and all the guys sound the same. Um, so, I mean, I had fun playing the game. I mean, when you actually get a good set of characters that you can go into there and they can help fight with you and, and all of that. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun to, to like, that's what saves the game for me. Like the story okay. is kind of like, okay, I could give or take the story. I thought it's a cool premise, but um, it's, it's the battle system that really, that really gets me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing, the last thing I'm going to say about it is graphically, you could tell that it was made in 2016. Ah, okay. Yeah. Like, and, and for the Vita. Um, so like the cutscenes look really pretty. The anime, the anime, like actual like cartoon scenes, um, look, look great. Uh, the dialogue scenes look great, but then like when you're walking around, like you got that flat surface, like if you're looking at it one way, it looks 3d but then when you look at it from the side you'll realize oh it's a flat surface uh, you know okay. what i'm saying yeah, like there's no context a context to it yeah so mm-hmm. it that's what kind of threw me off a little bit about it too um so i mean it's not a bad game would i say go run out and grab it right now i mean if you're looking for a fun jrpg that's a little different yeah but if if you're not it, this is not going to make you want to run out and grab a new and grab it. This sounds like it wouldn't be good for like a first timers RPG or JRPG. No, 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 no. it's not. And, and no. the other, I mean, the other thing with this, like I was thinking, like this sounds interesting. I'd like to try this. What's the price point? Because like, if this is a, a like a sixty dollar game, I'd say. Nah. But if it's a thirty dollar game. Like you know what, I might I might drop some money to buy something like this because that's that seems like it might be worth it to just you know check what, I it can out. Actually, I, I can actually look it up because it was originally released, like I said, on the Vita, mm-hmm. um, and then it got released obviously on, on I played it on Switch, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I think it's on the PlayStation and I think it's on Steam. Oh, it's on Steam. Interesting. Uh, yep, it is on Steam and it's fifty bucks. 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah just short, okay. shy of 60. So that seems like the kind of thing where I'd put it on my wish list and wait for the summer sale or the winter sale and see mm-hmm. how much it is, <laughs> how much and, it's gone. Uh, <laughs> there's the one yeah. I would have bought for 120. Oh, no. Yeah. The limited edition. <laughs> what does that yep. come with? Does it come with a school uh, uniform? Uh, no, let's see here. It comes with a nice box, a steel case, soundtrack, mm-hmm. a little doll. Not bad. Oh boy. Not bad. Oh boy. Um, I, I will say one thing. The other thing, too, is the. So, and I know I'm going to completely, completely murder this name, and, and I completely apologize. Go ahead and but, try and. Uh, so, the writer for it, um, for the actual game, is uh, Tasha, uh, Tadashi Sata, uh, Satami. Sata, uh, Satomi. There and he did 
he did the uh, Persona series. He did Revelations, Persona, Persona Two, Incident, uh, Innocent Sin, and Persona Two: Eternal Punishment, which was was really good. And then um, the the composer of uh, former composer composer of uh, Meg uh, Megami Tensai, um, uh, what is it? Uh, Sukasa uh, Masuko. I think I said his. I think I said his name, his first name properly. I apologize if I didn't. But Masuko. Um, so he did a lot for like the Tensei games, and um, and he's it, it's he's absolutely it's it's wonderful. Like his, the the music is great. Like so, like when you're um, when you're talking with somebody or whatever, and it's kind of serious, or whatever. He's got that like nice mellow stuff that goes through. But like when you're getting into battle, like the hard guitar riffs come in and, and all of that. So it's it's. Like the music is really, really, really good. Oh, cool! So, so I mean, like I said, it, it uh, the my actual full review of me not just babbling the way that I did um, <laughs> is is um, is going to be put up on offsetherts.com soon. Um, I'm hoping within the next couple of days. Um, hopefully, before this is actually posted, it will actually already be up. Uh, nice. and you'll kind of see my you'll see my final score with it. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it, it was a fun game to play. Um, um, it's, it's not a, you know, like I said, it's not one of those ones that, you know, if, you know, I was going to ever run out and grab, but you know, I'll definitely play it again. You know, I'll definitely continue to play it. And if the story is what you're in for, you can just watch the anime to your own discretion. Mm-hmm. I only got, I only got halfway. I, the story fell apart for me. Oh, the music was great. The music in uh, like the music for the anime was great because it was a translation from the Vita game. So this, the um, the composing for the anime was wonderful. But uh, Wait, when, you, when you say when you say anime, there was like a full like movie produced. Yeah, there was a full 12, 12, a full twelve episodes. Oh, so. okay. Mm-hmm. Huh, that's cool. Yeah. It, it's cool. I, I I like like I said. I I had an idea. I like the I, the premise that they were trying to do. But uh, for me, like I was asking about the characters. Some of the characters just didn't. I didn't. They didn't like speak out to me. The story was getting wonky towards the middle, and I was like losing interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the it sounds like the game will keep you more interested because well, games keep you more enticed with the story because you're yeah. part so, of it. So so Steve, cool. if you go to Steam uh, and you uh-huh. pull it up. Uh, and you pull and you look on the third uh, like video um, that's on there. Um, it like has kind of like a blue aura on it. Like if you look behind it, that talks about the uh, imagine um, uh, imaginary chain and kind of how okay. how fighting works with it. Um, so yeah, okay, yeah, I'm watching it now. I I I see. I totally get what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, nice. so yeah, nice. and I, and I like like I said, it 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 you can test your like like your hypothesis. So like you're you're not getting um like if you think okay this is going to work, like it helps you with like your timing mm-hmm. of when you want to plan another attack for somebody else. And I like that. Not that you're one hundred percent guaranteed that it's going to happen, um, but I like the fact that you can kind of preview what could happen, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's really neat. nice. I like that. Cool. So, um, so so that's what we've been playing. Um, there's been a, um, a kind of a really big 
uh, announcement that happened today. Uh, and that was uh, from Xbox. And suppose, so like, you know, we've been talking about that room to put the Switch or they're going to put Xbox Live on Switch uh-huh. using like their X Cloud process, you know, their X Cloud um, software, technology. whatever technology, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they announced that today and it's on iOS devices. So what? there was a person, yeah. So there was a person playing um, Forza. Forza, Forza Four on an iOS device. Okay, so I don't need to buy a Switch. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, just keep your keep your a good cell phone and um uh, yep and your controller. You're good. Yep. Wow. Um, I haven't watched all of it. Um, did they mention it for tablets or right right now? Is it just mobile? It's just mobile. Uh, well, any any iO any Android device actually. So it's Android. So, so they haven't they haven't released it for iOS. Yeah. Okay. Their competitor has for iOS at the moment. Yeah. So that's the other. Thing. So that's going to be the other thing that I was going to bring up too. So they made a big huge deal out of it. Now, uh, and it's it's a huge deal. I'm not going to take anything uh, away from that. Um, what I will say, though, is that the week prior to that, PlayStation did release an update to their X uh, to their Xbox. Oh my God, I can't even talk. Whoa. Yeah, to their PlayStation to the PlayStation, and it's like six point five firmware, and you can play, you can remote play to tablets and to mobile phones on their system now on iOS. Okay. Yeah, and I think it's iOS. I don't think it's Android yet. As far uh, as uh, everything I've read, it's only iOS. Uh, at only Apple at the moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, you can remote play on iOS. You can use PS4 remote play connect to your PlayStation 4 system. So the biggest difference is that you see, like I like I said, I didn't watch. The other one, uh, I didn't watch Xboxes, but PlayStation, you know, you have to be, I believe you ha- you can only remote play. So I don't think you can like take it to like your work and, and play off of that. I don't think. Like it has to um, be on the same Wi-Fi network, network or something. Okay. Yeah, I I gotta so. on, yeah. You gotta be on the same Wi-Fi or yeah. Which I think on the Xbox, I don't think you need to do that. No, they mm. said any, they just said that if anywhere with a reliable internet connection. Yeah, so wow. so there's a there's a really big difference with that. Um, you know, the one thing I'm thinking about too is that one with that. Okay, great, it's on a phone. How much is that really going to eat up your battery? Ooh, that's true. And your data. Yeah, yeah, I could see that being an issue. Wi-Fi yeah. everywhere, guys. That's what I say. Yeah, Wi-Fi everywhere. Um, I think honestly, I think these are just testing pilots. Uh, for their new consoles that are coming out. Mm. I really okay. feel that there's always, with how successful the Switch is, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know if it's going to be a handheld peripheral. I don't know if it's going to be part of the console. I just see that there's going to be a push. Um, you know, like last year was the push for Battle Royale. I think this year is going to be the push of how can we take our consoles mobile? Yeah. Yeah, I could I could totally see that. Um 
because I mean, even even like not only mobile but digital, right? Because the Xbox, like the the digital edition, which is the one without the drive on it, like right away they're saying they're they're saying you know, it, it's digital, meaning it's in the cloud, right? Like your 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 yeah. games. I mean, yeah, they're local because you know for gameplay reasons they have to be downloaded. But if it can just be streamed and set instead, I can totally see that Xbox also having like a stream only capability. Right. I'm like, yeah, if you want to buy this and download it because you think your internet's going to go out, you know, we could do that. Sure. But otherwise, you know, all these games or maybe special games are going to be available, you know, streaming only, meaning, you know, streaming from the X cloud or whatever. I could see a big push for that. And then once people are on board with that, then they can say, okay, any mobile device that you have, be it a switch or your phone or whatever, hey, we can just stream it right to that thing too. Mm-hmm. And then, pretty soon like there's not going to be a box anywhere it's just going to be the stream and when i say pretty soon you know five to ten years from now but like that's the direction that we're headed is is totally discless and you know the streaming from somewhere else the consoles aren't going to exist in this wait wait did, did you say discless or did you say never mind what? Yeah, my my Xbox is completely dickless. There is no dick on my Xbox <laughs> unless unless I stand on it. Uh, <laughs> um, no, like really, like this, like if you're projecting this into the future, consoles are going to be gone, and it's going to be streaming services, just uh-huh. like DVDs and Blu-rays, and you know all those kinds of things. They're optional, but if you just want to have entirely digital services, like. I have like I've got Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and like all my stuff is streamed into my house. If games want to do the same thing, cool. Like that's why not? You know, exactly. I think that's where we're headed, and that's going to be like years from now, not anytime soon. But this could be like a step in that direction for sure. Hmm. Okay. So then, so then, a question that I have, um, and maybe we can put this on a poll uh, for next week. Uh, when sure. we uh, do this, um, I I never think it's ever too late or and or too early to start talking about E3. Okay. Okay. E3 2020. Uh, yeah, it's E3 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so E3 2019. Okay. So the, maybe this is not the poll, but um, first off, are we going to see the discless Xbox before E3? Um, I mean, they've kind of pseudo announced it already so i'm gonna say yes okay um so you will see we will see a price point possibly a release date and or what it looks like before e3 is what yeah. you're saying yeah okay. i think we'll, we'll get to we'll get to see it we'll get to, to maybe a price maybe not a price but i don't think we're, they're not going to tell us what all the features are until e3 like okay i think they've got something hidden up their sleeve about about these things and, and I think they're going to wait for their, you know, special conference or whatever for that to happen. Yeah. So at E3, and like I said, now, since PlayStation is not going to be at E3, the question I guess then comes up is, are we going to see what is going to be the first console for the next generation? What, which one's going to be the first one unveiled? Is it going to be an Xbox? Or is it going to be a PlayStation? And I'm not counting the discless one because I think that that's going to be current generation, just no disc. Yeah, yeah, that's just an evolution of what they have okay. now. Yeah. So either PS PS Five or the the new Xbox, right? Or, or the new Xbox, the Xbox Two. 
Um, I, don't, I don't think <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to see a new Xbox like a like a brand new renamed redesigned. I think all that we're going to get from this point forward are evolutions on what they've already got. It's going to be called an Xbox One, you know, suffix afterwards, and and that's just what it's going to be. I and see. I see them want, dropping the one. I want it to be the Neo Xbox. The Neo Xbox. What do you guys think of that? I was going to say no. Xbox Neo, but I like Neo Xbox better. Uh, I mean, it sounds cool, but I, I really think that w- I don't think they do something like that. Um, I, no. I, I kind of agree Microsoft with Dan. Hire, they, Microsoft, hire me. Yeah, hire, hire him, please. Yeah. Um, get <laughs> <he should laughs> some more. Uh, I, I, I kind of agree with Dan that they'll drop it and just call it like the Xbox or they may be able to the in front of it or the in front of it. <laughs> yeah. Like just Xbox, right? Cause that, that's what everyone calls it anyway. Yeah. D a Xbox. The Xbox. These nuts. Little X, big X, big X, tilde, tilde, Xbox, tilde, tilde, big X, big X, small X, small X. It's my turn with the sex box and her name is Sony. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I totally think 100% we'll see PlayStation 5 and 6 yeah, I, I think and so 7. Too. Like they like that is their naming scheme. That's that's where they've hung their hat and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think that their fans expect that. Like this is the next gaming console. This is the next thing I want to get and it's better than the previous one because it's got more, you know, teraflops or whatever they're mm-hmm. counting in the future. And and that's the way it goes, and that's great. And I think that's definitely a a way to go, and a successful way, especially for Sony right now, a very successful way to go. And I think Xbox is going the full digital way of saying, okay, we've made these boxes; they're super powerful, but people aren't really playing with them. Let's go digital, and mm-hmm. let's let's shift let's shift over to you know what PlayStation isn't doing. Let's let's go to a different market because we don't want to compete anymore, right? Like. It, it, see, it seems that's kind of what you're right. I think that's kind of what Xbox is trying to do. Like Xbox is trying to unify um, the gaming world. Like let's become huh? unified. Like what totally. we talked about, what, six months ago where it would be the, you know, and I'm saying I, we called it first on this podcast. We called it first that there's going to be one console. There's going to be one box. Or mm-hmm. there's going to be one service for games, and it's whatever box you'd prefer to play on. Um, yeah. Yep. But all the games are going to talk to each other. Um, I, I think that there is a there is a revolution happening, or there's going to be a revolution happening within the gaming industry. Um, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I think it's going to be a more unified, rev- you know, um, um, revolution. Um, so I, I didn't mean to cut you off, Steve. Finish your finish your thought. Um, I, I mean, I I totally agree with you, and and yeah, I think Xbox they're just going full digital, and I think pretty soon Xbox Live is going to be their brand. No longer Xbox One or Xbox One X Five D Seven, whatever they turn into, it'll be the service that they'll be selling is Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. And if you purchase Xbox Live with the Game Pass add-on DLC, whatever they're going to call it. That is now your gaming library. You played on your on your box, your Xbox at home. You played on your Switch. You played on your phone. You played on your PC. Wherever you go, it makes that noise. Wherever you go, <laughs> you you sign on, 
and now you're playing the game that you left off with on a different device and it's, Absolutely. it's all cloud. And as long as you're connected to the internet, as long as you have a good connection, you're solid. Um, yep. And then like, then I could see them also saying like, that's for the casual. And if you're a hardcore gamer, you have your, you have your Xbox one X five, seven D whatever, and you have it plugged into a landline. So you get like all the best pings and, and internets as fast as you can go. And now you like, that's, that's the pro gamer. Like you can yep. also do it, go that route. You can download the stuff to your super fast, um, solid state drive. So all the loading times are the fastest loading times, you know, no streaming required. Everything's there. And they'll start selling that as a premium service. Like you want a disc, you want it on your, on your console physically. Well, that's going to cost you a little bit more. If you want to, you know, be able to stream this thing wherever you go, well, you know, it's not going to be as fast, but you can totally do it and you're trading off for mobility. And most casual people are totally going to go that route. And you might have like five or six people who are like, oh man, Halo 27 multiplayer, like I've got to download that. I've got to play that, you know, on my landline mm-hmm. because I've got to get those head, those 360 sniper, you know, no scopes, whatever the kids are saying. Whereas everyone else is like, not everyone else, but then, you know, the casual player is going, oh, I'll just play it wherever, whenever I want to. And that's fine. You know? Yeah, you're right. I think, I think um, that's where we're going. And I think so, uh, to, to just to continue talking, I think what's, what's, uh, Sony is going <laughs> to, is going to stay the course. I think they're going to just keep on doing what they've been doing because it's shown to be incredibly successful. And the only way that they'll change is if Microsoft's model, if, if I am predicting correctly um, or accurately, if that starts changing things, only then will they start changing things. And Nintendo's going to um, come out with something different with weird controllers that everyone's going to buy because there's Mario and Pokemons on it. Yep. Well, I think to, to, to finish my, what I think the blog will be. So it's, it's who's mm-hmm. going to come out, you know, with a, with a new console first, because we know that it's going to happen. Yeah. Or what is it going to look like? The other two options that I have is, do we see a mobile peripheral something with them? Nah. Do we have a, a no. PlayStation with a, with a Vita two? Or, I don't think so. Um, or do are they going to go this route of you have the peripheral in your hand, iPad, Android tablets, uh, you know, Don't Samsung I, tablet, laptops, <laughs> yeah. The, the Blizz, and, uh, BlizzCon uh, talk. Don't you guys all have phones? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you all have phones? Yeah, but we don't want to play a mobile Diablo. Um, yeah, nobody wanted that. But I mean, they made a good point. Yeah, everyone does have phones. They just don't want to have mobile Diablo. And but when you when you look back, if you look back into the history of gaming, do you remember how hard everybody laughed at Bethesda for selling horse armor DLC oh, yeah. for Oblivion? They're like, "What? You're going to spend money to just look different in a game? How ridiculous. No one will ever do that." And now there are entire games funded on just that premise mm-hmm. of paying money to look different. And so you never know, like maybe, maybe they just, um, uh, Blizzard tip their hand on what the entire gaming community is moving towards. Yeah. We all have cell phones in our pockets. Yeah. We all like playing games. Why aren't we marrying the two together a little bit tighter? And maybe that's the direction, you know, things are moving mm-hmm. and they just, they just said it out loud to a crowd of angry people when they shouldn't have, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? So, um, so yeah, so I think that that's, what's going to be our, our- blog or blog our uh, poll um 
So we'll get on that and we'll post that when this episode is posted of what, who do we think we're going to see first? Uh, who's going to, who's going to drop, who's going to set the, the gauntlet or, or who's going to set the, the bar of mm-hmm. what has to be beaten and, and what, what people are looking at. I just think that, um, I don't know if it's this year. I think it's going to go gangbusters next year in 2020 with just things that are going to be happening. I think we're going to get teases this year. And I don't think anything really big is going to happen until next year. Yeah. I second that. Yeah. I think you're right. And I think, and I, I think that's mostly because of the year because 2020 sounds like a change. It sounds different. We're no longer saying something teen anymore. Right, mm-hmm. like there's there's going to be a, a a mini cultural shift around 2020, yep. And, and I think gaming is is definitely going to be part of that. Like like how how great does that sound? You know, PlayStation Five, you know, t- holiday 2020. Like that oh, just yeah, absolutely it just sounds powerful, even if the console is the same with a different coat of paint on it. You know, it just yeah. like the marketing potential behind 2020 is just too good to let pass. So I think we're going to be getting a lot of stuff coming out in 2020 that is announced or at least hinted at this year. I think yep. so. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of stuff, games, consoles, whatever that are like, we're working on something and it's coming out, you know, keep your, keep your eyes open for 2020. And that's, Oh God. Fun. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, Start saving money. Absolutely. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's going to do it for, night uh this week um kind of a short show but i think it was a good show um one last thing so remember i'm gonna i'm giving away some free games oh yeah that's right i apologize about that i know yeah i completely forgot too so if you guys made it this (laughs) long if you made it to the end you guys get a secret we're giving away or i'm giving away free games it's gonna be in the link that i will give to dan so don't tell anyone only you guys who made it this far get to know the true fans will hide it. We'll hide it somewhere in the description where the link will be. <laughs> but yeah, I'm giving away a couple games. Uh, a buddy of mine gave me some, uh, some steam games that I already have. So I'm giving them away. There you go. So, All right. So, well, um, Jesus is not only Jesus, but he's on a clause. So, <laughs> so <laughs> once it, once again, I, I always like to reference like shows or whatever. <laughs> And it just it just goes back to the once again to Simpsons. Simpsons is like it's just a plethora of great great phrases, and it's like hasn't everybody forgot has everybody forgotten the true meaning of Christmas, the birth of Santa Claus? So, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yes. Uh, but like I said, I think that that's going to do it this week. Uh, I want to thank our partners, uh, ouchthathurts.com. Uh, that's ouchthathurts, H-E-R-T-Z.com. Uh, go there and uh, find reviews. Uh, like I said, my review for the Caliglia Effect Overdose will be on there sooner or later, uh, hopefully by the time this uh, podcast posts um, or this episode posts. And also check out our other partner, um, uh, the BS Podcast Network. That's BS Podcast uh, um why can't I remember this website? BSPodcastNetwork.com. Correct, Steve? That is 100% correct. Oh, yeah. Ding, so ding, B- ding. Ding, ding, ding. So BS Podcast Network, um, they are, it's just, if you're looking for a podcast to listen to, you're going to find uh, You just put it in there, search what you're looking for, and I guarantee you'll find it. Um, some great ones are on there. So um, for Dan, uh, I'm saying goodnight, and you guys... Uh, thank you again for a great show and I'll let you guys do the outro. 
Good night. Bye.